Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Here we talk about all things step parenting, blended family, divorce, remarriage, and being a fucking badass. Listen and subscribe to the Trade Up Stepmom podcast. If you have a question you'd like to ask or a topic you'd like to hear about, please email me at thetradeupstepmom at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram as the trade up underscore stepmom podcast or on Facebook as the trade up stepmom. Happy New Year! Hope everybody had a really good holiday season. Frankly. Yeah. Um, we wanted to jump on and do a quick episode because it's been a while and we have like one kid free day a month. And so it's just hectic, but holidays are done. The decorations are put away and because you hate me and Christmas <laughs> and someone's still pouting. <laughs> um, but this episode, we wanted to talk about a couple of things. So one of those being, um, just the military life, being a blended family and doing the military thing. And then the other part we were talking about, um, adoption and like loving other kids and how adoption is different than stepkids or biological kids. So and, and really only different in the process of how you come about because we were watching a show and uh somebody mentioned, you know, um this couple was older, they're in their very early forties, wanted to have another baby, there's a lot of risks and uh they, you know, one of them brings up the, the idea of adoption. Mm-hmm. For health issues, yeah, mind you. Because of a high-risk pregnancy previously. And uh, uh, that should be, you know, a, it's a valid concern. But some people were, are totally willing to just risk it and say, you know what, I'd rather have my own baby no matter the risks. Right. Take my chances. So, you know, wife says, I'm willing to risk it. And husband says, I'm not willing to risk that for you or us because, you know, it's a big risk. What about adoption? And mom says, I don't know that I could love somebody else's baby as much as I love my own because it was so hard to come by the first one. You know, it was for a lot of reasons, not just that. But um, it got us to thinking, you know, it's not super different from being a step-parent because you're immediately, hey. They're I'm, not biologically yours. And every single day, I'm, I promise a lot of step-parents, like, I don't know that I can love this kid the way I love my own. Or when you meet the person and say, and you know they have kids, I don't know that I could love those kids as, as much as I love my own or the same way, whatever. So we thought, um, shoot, that might be a good topic. Yeah. We've never adopted, but um, a valid concern, I thought. You know? Yeah. Because I, I totally see um, uh, this, this wife's concern with wondering, worrying, and, and you know, can I love this child that is not mine as much as I love my own that I give birth to? Yeah. So, um, something that I said when we were chatting about it briefly was that it's easy for me to love your kids because I love you and they are a part of you. They came from you. They are yours. They have similarities, whatever. Yeah. There's, there's something there that you have to, I don't know, uh, identify with maybe. Yeah. Or connect to you're that connection but if we just adopt some kid down the street like we don't know that kid we don't know their parents we don't love their parents like we don't 
there's nothing there. Not even saying that we love their parents. We love Summer and I love you, but that's it. But without having that connection, that connecting piece, it's, I think it would be, I think I would find it easier than you would. I don't, I don't know. I can't say that would be true or untrue, but I think the difference would be really if it was an infant or a nine-year-old. Right. You, you, you don't get those nine years of that child, you know, his memories and his attachments back. Yeah. Or her, whoever it is. But with a baby, uh, you can form that baby as your own no matter what. It's not that you don't... You have the time to connect with them before their memories. Because it's a baby. You get the chance to change those diapers and have the shitty sleepless nights and, and the doctor's appointments. You know, the, the regular infant stuff. I think that... I honestly think that's where the difference would be. Is if uh, this person has no one else to depend on because they're, say, eight months old. Yeah. They're not going to remember who they were born to or, or how they got to your house. They'll never know. But, but then, so playing devil's advocate... Um, just using our kids as an example, Ryan and Zoe don't remember anything from before us. Oh, essentially the age of four or five? Well, yeah, because Ryan was two, Zoe was three when we met. But Matthew and Izzy were eight when we met. So do you think that that plays a difference in your relationship with them and how you love them? Not in how I love them. The relationship, absolutely, because two of them were so little. They don't remember being potty trained, which most kids don't. Right. But um, that didn't matter because we didn't get to shake off the ghosts of the exes. So it, does, it doesn't matter. We couldn't form them to how we would want them to be with us as a couple, as opposed to the other parents having an involvement. Yeah, the outside influence. And not that, you know, we, we don't shun outside influence. I shun outside influence that says the inside this house influence is invalid, which is pretty much how it's been going for the better part of a decade. But I think that's the difference. If you were to do just adopt a baby because you could, frankly, do it and afford it and be vetted, you would, it's your baby. You right. do what you want with it. It's no different than a puppy in my book. And right. in, as far as how you, you nurture it, it's just that that human will eventually grow up and, and know that you're the only parents that ever were. The difference, I think, is the littles know that there's other parents. They were always there. Right. So that never got discluded from the... The... Equation? Yes, thank you. And I know that's... I don't wish for them to have never known their mom or the boys never known their dad. I don't wish for that at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I mean is we don't get to cut that out and pretend like it never happened while they're in this house because they bring it into this house every time they're here. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, and I can only wish that they take some shit from this house and you know, take it to the other ones, but I right. don't think they do. I, I, I can't say that they do. I don't assume that they do, but I don't believe for a second that they do. Mm-hmm. Aside from, uh, say, Izzy being concerned about whether or not her her tires are inflated to a proper level yeah that kind of stuff not or i would say like manners like weird shit yeah i think i think manners they probably at least some of it certainly not all of it because izzy still acts like she's starved to death she still eats but... like a soldier on the on the front in world war one yep <laughs> but i think she's just in a hurry to get back to her cocoon not probably. hungry yeah frankly um 
because Matthew's like a soldier, but he doesn't rush, you know, to, to get away from the table. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of the same thing, but not really. I don't know. I think if, uh, you know, if, if you and I had met and we had to adopt for whatever medical or moral reason, I wouldn't worry about, am I going to love this kid like I love my own because I didn't have my own. But if you and I had one, and could only have one for whatever medical reason, and couldn't, or you decided you want to have another one no matter the risk, and I didn't feel it was worth the risk to you because you are, are my other half in this life, right. not the kids. Right. I can totally understand not being willing to take the risk to lose you over a possibility of another baby. Mm-hmm. You know, it being born could hurt you, is what I'm saying. Well... You know, my pregnancy... Because it won't hurt me. Yeah, my pregnancy with Ryan was high risk. And then remember when we met, we were like, oh, do we want to? Do we not? Like, we could both kind of go either way. But ultimately decided... We're also still dealing with two really little kids. Yeah, but we ultimately decided, you know, we've already got six between the two of us. We'd have to get a different car or do two cars everywhere. on top of it, we would never have a kid-free day. That's true. Um, When we discovered a kid-free day... (laughs) I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, fuck daycare prices. Yeah, daycare diapers, all of that. Sheesh. But um, I told you, like, with Ryan being high risk, what if I have another high risk pregnancy and I'm on bed rest for weeks with six kids well, versus you'd go crazy. one? We'd yeah. be fine. I think. But uh, I didn't. I didn't want to risk it. I didn't. Oh, I'm. I'm totally on board with not risking yeah. it. Trust me. Yeah. I don't. I like you. I want you around for a very long time. I think that's what I'm saying. I'm. I totally see how the husband would not be willing to risk the losing wife. the wife, right? Or the wife and the baby. You see what I mean? Yeah. And then he yeah, loses his wife. He loses the baby, and now he's left with you know the child that they have has to raise this child on his own. How do you explain that? Because mom and daddy wanted to risk it, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm positive there'd be resentment there. Not even you know if if the bad thing happens and the wife dies and they don't get to see their next baby, that he'd be resentful forever mm-hmm. towards his wife because, or even himself for allowing it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Humans are stupid in how they, how they process feelings. It's almost never correct. So no matter what you think is going to happen or how you think you're going to react, you know that's not how you're going to react, but you're thinking positively. Mm-hmm. I, I would err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to lose you. I think I would agree with the husband in that situation. Yeah. With that amount of risk. I don't, I don't see it as being worth it. I'd say pour everything you got into the one you have and, and Charlie Mike. Yeah. But I totally get the, what if we had another one? And risks, <laughs> risk aside. <laughs> nope. Yeah, there's risks, but you could also experience none of that. Yeah. It's a 50-50. Yeah. But are you willing to take those odds, that risk, that gamble, right? Yeah. Like we I'll w- take you over another baby any day. I know. We weighed pros and cons and all of that. So even... So I think what... We would have been so fucking poor. I know. Oh, I man. think what ultimately made our minds up is there were so many cons when the only pro would be us having a baby together and, and loving it. Everything else was a con. It was almost it was like 99 to 1 uh-huh yeah 
I think we did the right thing. I really do. I think we did the right thing for us, definitely. So and we got a dog. Right. <laughs> Instead. Yes, and she loves going to Grandma and Grandpa's. Oh. <laughs> she opened her eyes. But she's the one we take, you know, when we go on road trips or little baby vacations or whatever. Yeah, we camping. Can, you know. And, yeah. We don't take five kids camping. We take her. Yeah. Oh, so this is funny. We'll just, like, touch on this for a second. So my parents went to Hawaii with my brother and his wife and their kids. So they had four adults, four four kids, kids, but that's eight people, right? On the way home, they had flights canceled, et cetera. I'm sure you're all aware. That whole Southwest thing. Right. So um, they were like trying to get as close to home as they could with flights and then drive the rest of the way. My mom texted me and she was like, yeah, um, you know, we've been on the phones all day. It's crazy how difficult it is to get eight people, you know, to go anywhere or something along those lines. And I was like, that is my every day. Like, that is why we don't take them camping. That is why we don't take them on vacation. We don't travel with them. None of that shit. We wait until they're with their other parents and then we go. Yeah. And you know, some, some People do take their kids, and good was, for them. That was actually why we didn't go to Hawaii, is because your mom wasn't home because of the flight cancellations to take care of our dog. Well, they were going to be out of town, and anyways, by the time the flight cancellations happened, the flights to Hawaii were like seven thousand dollars for the two of for the us. Two of us, yeah. So, Which um, afford, but I'm not doing that. No. Uh, That's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I would much rather travel just me and you and do it that way. I mean. I love them, but also, they're shitheads. I love them a bunch, but all they're gonna do is fucking complain about how it's not good enough. Right. I'll spend ten grand on getting us to an island I don't care to go to because I don't care about Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, and then spend a few thousand bucks more to what? Feed them and show them the beach and fucking two are gonna be on their phones the whole time. Fuck that. Yeah. Y'all can be miserable pricks here, while we go and frolic. Enjoy ourselves. And drink Mai Tais or whatever the fuck Hawaii has. As long as she's taken care of. Yeah. The princess. I don't care. I'm, I have no, never had a desire to take a shitload of kids on a vacation. The fuck does a kid need a vacation for? Is yeah. my question, by the way. Yeah. I don't take kids to Disneyland because why the fuck do they need a vacation? What do they need a vacation from? Doing nothing? Paying for nothing? Fuck them. They're fed. Yep. You and me, I want a vacation. Yeah. For you and me, because we're going to do sexy time in weird places, <laughs> in weird places and weird clothing at weird times. Okay. That's mommy-daddy shit. That's what vacations are for, is mommy-daddy, not the kids. Fuck those kids. I agree, but... I don't want the kids to see Disneyland. Fuck them. Remember when, like, I was thinking hypothetically of taking the kids somewhere? We have to get two to three, depending on the room, hotel rooms... Two, two to minimum. three hotel rooms. And everyone's like, well, why not an Airbnb? Okay, like, it's about the same cost, and hotels have continental breakfast, but it's just That's a clusterfuck. That's what's Right. Rental van. Sorry. Right. <laughs> it's a clusterfuck. Otherwise, we'd need three cars, because at least one of them's a driver. Right. But I'm not renting a car and letting a 16-year-old drive it. Anywhere in Hawaii. Right. You know what I'm yeah. Like, it's a rabbit hole, y'all. It's a huge rabbit hole. So I'm hole. not going to spend 20 grand on not enjoying myself because everybody's an asshole. Yeah. They're not appreciative. But I could be enjoying and... your company yep. because you're appreciative just yep. being there with me. Yep. 
my ugly old ass. Those kids can stay here and stare at their phones. Yep, they can be with their other parents that are so wonderful. While I stare at you in a bikini (laughs) on a beach and mommy-daddy time. I dig it. Anybody who takes their kids on a vacation is stupid. I would do it if they... I would do it if I was a millionaire because I wouldn't have to watch them. (laughs) I would do it if they appreciated it, but like, you know, Christmas was great. Day after Christmas, shit show. It was fucking garbage. Holy cow, that was a bad day. So, like, now, please tell me why I want to take them anywhere for spring break. I feel like no. for all the shit they got. I know. It's just not worth it. So, we're tired not feel, adopting. Tired of feeling like an idiot. So, no. No babies. <laughs> and uh, our dog is the best kid ever. She is. She's the best girl. Princess, everybody, you want to go to Hawaii? Everybody who knows us Look, and our dog. she lifted her head. She said yes. Yeah? You want to go? Dog. They take their dog over their own dog. Tell daddy, you want to go to Hawaii? You want to go to Hawaii? Yeah. Go see Jaden? <laughs> She'd just spend her whole time with him. Yeah. Because he's still there till February. Well, anyways. anyways so, so, no babies. Probably not going to adopt or have one. Yeah. Well, you're, we're not going to have one. <laughs> Let's put it that Yeah, one. definitely not. And I don't want to adopt because I don't want to adopt. I don't want a baby. Same. If Are- we had decided back then to have one... And we have one. Okay, different story, but I am not sorry a bit about our decisions up to this point. Same. I like mommy daddy time and kid free days. Me too. And it works out perfectly, like with um, the holiday schedule Thanksgiving and Christmas, we either have all of them or none of them. You get a holiday off every year. It's always the same for us, so that's nice. Also, Peftols owe me some beef, if I remember right. Just throwing that out there. Actually, we owe the Peftolds a podcast. Yes, we do. But I'm pretty sure Mikey told me he sent me some shit. To Idaho? He said he sent me the steak. I don't know about that. So, speaking of the Peftolds, military life. Let's jump into it. Oh, so military spouse life or stay-at-home military spouse? Uh, dependent on life or combined well so let's read the break by the way we don't we don't have to take a break just yet um so what i wanted to talk about this came up because i was talking to um another stepmom podcaster um because she's had the last two days with her husband gone and she's got her stepson and their daughter yeah yeah and um her husband came home, like, poured her a glass of wine. Like, he knew that she was just, like, she skating on had, thin ice. Day. Right. For a couple days. Yeah, and so I messaged her, and I was like, my longest was 97 days when you guys were all in Afghanistan. And she was like, oh, my gosh, like... Longest day for what? Longest, like... Continuous? Continuous yes, yes, yes. Okay. parenting. That's right, because turkey got cut in half real fast. Yeah, Um but that was like my longest stream of of kids solo parenting. And having to deal with their bullshit. Yeah, and uh, she was like, oh my gosh, like that's crazy. Did you did you cry when when they left or something like that? And I'm like, I don't remember if I cried. I just remember she wanted like two weeks with them and I was like <laughs> Take them. A okay with that. Not because they're awful and I needed a break, but just because, like, after that much time, 
I can handle two weeks without them. Like also understanding. Well, yeah, we didn't get the, the military off, life. Or you didn't get the like the school days off because uh, most of that deployment was summer. All all of it was actually summer. Yeah, I and I was working full time for most of that, and it was just oh, like was, constant. That was different. It was busy. Yeah, but I did also tell this other podcaster how. Um, how it was nice like not having to coordinate or communicate with Cammy at yeah, all. You just do your thing. Right. I'm just here and you can FaceTime them sometimes. If or you like want. as you'd be like, Mom wants to FaceTime. We're at the pool so she can wait. Yep. <laughs> I'm not gonna pull the kids out of the pool so she can FaceTime and talk about nothing. The Cammy show. Well, some people need a show. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so being a military spouse, um, like you and Cammy and her husband were all gone that yep. deployment. All on the same tour. Yep. And so I was here with the kids. So something to point out or to mention is when we found out about this, I thought for sure she was going to fight me having them at all because the last deployment, she took them from me. Well, it's because she was here. Right. Um, so I called around to local attorneys asking advice. And this one attorney who, if we ever have to go back to court, go I'm going to hunt her down and I'm going to find her. Go to that one. Because she was like sassy and full of fire and I loved it. She was like, no. Like, why would they go to their grandparents when they have your house? Like, and it's the custody schedule doesn't have to change. It doesn't have to at all. You could leave the kids with their routine, despite you know me not being home that day. Right. It's no different than a drill weekend. Right. If you think about it. Yeah. And what what did she call it? Um, Something about you could file for like emergency custody, uh-huh. uh, something like that. That's exactly what it was. If, if need be, because they need structure, stability, and that's pretty much it. Because it's about the kids, right? And she said, she said <laughs> no judge would grant the grandparents any sort of custody over when they have the you their house right here. And she goes, you're already in the routine of the laundry, the dinner, it's the school their house. schedule. They have the rooms. They, it's yeah. all there. Yep. They have their bedrooms, their clothes, their books, what their toys. What you pull them out of that routine because mom said so. Right. Mom wants them to go to grandma's. Which is where they're at normally. Anyhow, on right. her this, time. The <laughs> same mom that gets them a week for Christmas break insists she gets them a... New Year's them break. A, well, whatever. Insists she gets mom's house. Sorry. Yeah, insists she gets them a day early and then sends them to her mom's house Thursday through Sunday when she gets them Tuesday evening through Wednesday morning. Yeah. Like, good thing you took them from us because we're just bad. Let them stay here. Right. They could have gone from here to grandma and grandpa's and then back. Yep. And it wouldn't have changed much. Yep. Except that they probably would have showered. Let's be honest. Also true. So anyways, as a military spouse, things can get kind of hairy, but... Well, a military spouse dealing with my ex-wife, yeah. If I had no ex-wives, your life would be fucking easy street. I believe it. Well, if I had 
one fewer ex-wives, yeah. your life would be easy street. Yeah. Because the first one's pretty great. I agree. And so let's talk about Summer for a second because I feel like she's always only thought of Jaden and not herself. Um, well, she also doesn't it, focus on me. Right. She's always done being a mom to Jaden and what's best for him type of shit, not what am I doing and how do you counter what I'm doing? She's never done that. Yeah. So um, an example of that was when you were deployed to Turkey, you were gone all summer. It was a while. And that's normally when Jaden would come to us. And she said, you know, I'm just not comfortable with him going because I'd be working and whatever, you know, not that you wouldn't. I mean, it's time that she would lose with him. He wouldn't gain much. Really, by being here, it's not like he has a job here or anything like yeah. that. So, understandable. I don't question a lot of her logic. No, I don't either. But I, I have in the past because it wasn't logic all the time. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, this is what six years ago. Her logic was pretty solid and sound, and we talked about it, all of us. Yeah. So I don't feel like there was any real problem with how we did that whole thing. No, and that's what that's what I'm getting at. Like her focus was Jaden. Jaden mm-hmm. comes here to see you, not to yeah. see me. Well, and and if you're not here then to an extent, but really what benefit? But also then it turns out, you know, Cammy takes the kids from me, so Jaden wouldn't have gotten to see them anyways unless he goes to her house, which is not going to ever fucking happen not under my control. Well, he can do it now if he wants. Right, but cuz he's an adult. We know how that would go. He won't go over there. <laughs> He's Team Jenna. Um, but... Everything but that lady. But Summer let Jaden come that spring break before you left, mm-hmm. remember? And we had not initially planned that because we never really stressed about spring break. It was more summer and a winter break that we focused on. That was also more on. like a could we make it happen thing. Yeah, and we did. So that's just what I mean. Like, she always focused on him. Like, oh... Jaden can see his dad before he deploys because he'll miss out on that whole summer with him. Sure. Pretty much. He can well, go. Well, and she, at least 99% of the time, goes with uh, logic and logistics. Right. Kind of like you would. Yep. Uh, not to the extent you would. Toot toot for your <laughs> horn. But she would, she would think ahead. Yeah. And think, ah, really, what's the benefit there? And then she'd call me like, hey, what's the benefit here? And we'd be like, yeah, you're right. Probably not a lot. You know, what What does the kid say? And he, he'd be like, ah, I don't really care. I'm like, all right, then, yeah. Keep him, make it happen, whatever. Mm-hmm. If he wants to come here, cool. If he doesn't, doesn't matter. If you want to keep him and entertain him, that's totally fine. Yeah. Because he was big enough by that point to be like, ah, that'll be boring. Let me stay here. Right. You know, let me stay with mom. Yeah. We're not going to argue with it. And she would facilitate it. Yeah. Plus, he he's, he calls every day anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's not like the the rest of them. His kid calls constantly over some dumb shit most of the time, but that's the stuff you're going to remember. Yeah. His kid calls us this much now. I hope he calls this much in 10 years. Yeah, me too. I know life's going to get him busy, but I still think he'll, he'll always kind of do that. I think so too. And I don't know, like when... Mm-hmm. He calls you and you're not around your phone. You don't notice. Then he calls me. Or sometimes he just calls or me. Your phone's right there and mine's in the other room. He'll call one and call the other. And I'm like, I'll go check my phone. Oh, he called me. 
Yeah, oh, Jaden called three minutes ago. <laughs> and then your phone lights up like, yeah, it's him. Yeah. Um, okay, so more about military life before we get too far off subject. So, I don't remember how we landed on that one, but I think it was the exact same time we landed on the adoption thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it was like back-to-back conversations. You lead. Um, I think that I'm a really good military spouse. I think you're the best military spouse <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> um... But I know my perspective as a stepmom, like I have no rights to the kids. Every time you leave, I have to get power of attorney just in case. Like it's a whole thing. And then nobody takes it for some fucking reason. Right. I'm not sure why I do it. But like you die and I could potentially never see them again as long as their mom's alive. Um, well, I wouldn't say potentially. It's a guaranteed. Right. Um, it's sad. I'm sorry. But... It is. Yes. But just like... Unless she called him like, hey, you want to see him after two years because she's tired of him. Right. Yeah. Or, um. I'd change your phone number. Yeah. Bye-bye. Not that, not that I'd like take Izzy's car from her or anything, but like, fuck you, Cammy. You want to take her from name, me? Bitch. Yeah. Bring it on. I would not do that at all, but. I'd send the title over to Izzy. Uh-huh. Wait till she's 18. Mm, you don't have to. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. It's just a. Way cheaper on insurance if you don't. <laughs> mm. Sign over to her. Yep. She would be in a world of hurt if if that happened because that car would be dead in the fucking yard in a month. Right. And like the car, the insurance, the well, not, phone, not like we pay for all of that. Not that mm. she can't afford it, but like now that is yours. You wanna keep them from me? You can take their bills cool too. Beans. You're gonna save a shitload of money when I'm dead. Dang girl. <laughs> don't, me yet. don't talk like that. How not have me killed Stop. yet? You'd save so much money. You are banned from the podcast. Anyways, I don't what think is that's true? What's your perspective? Um, being in the military, deploying like me at home with the kids, or you being a stepdad to the boys? Like, there's a lot of a lot of angles that we have to consider in our life that mm-hmm. most people don't have to consider. Right. Number one, we're a blended family. Mm-hmm. There's multiple angles there. You got the exes, you got the kids, you got schools, you got schedules. Oh, also, a lot of people only have one, like just the ex-wife yeah. to worry about, not an ex-husband and two ex-wives to worry about. Well, we really don't have to worry about one ex-wife. Let's That's put it that true. way. That's true, yeah. If I die, someone's going to move here and you guys are going to drink wine until you're dead. <laughs> and Jaden will come visit. Type yep. of deal. Yeah. You at least still have access to Jaden. Thank, thank God. Also, he's an adult. But, so starting off with a blended family, that's already tough. Um, me still being military, because I haven't retired yet. And last ex-wife, she's still military. Her husband is still military. So now you got three motherfuckers to worry about. Really, as long as we're all alive, you still got to worry about all that bullshit, right? Right. Um, different than your ex-husband, because he's not. He's local. At least, thankfully, you have access and can talk to him directly if you had to, is what I'm saying. If he answered. If, um, (laughs) you know, say, uh, I mean, one of us gets deployed out of the three of us, right? Out of that household, it doesn't matter at all. One of them fucks off, it doesn't matter. Well, if Pete deploys, Cammie will just take care of it. If Cammie deploys, the kids will come here. They get, they're here all the time, right? Right. That's why she doesn't do that a lot. Right. She 
the last time was kind of a fluke. Yeah. I'm not even sure how somebody let that happen, but whatever. That's why she was okay with just letting it fly the kids, keeping the normal schedule, because now she doesn't have to worry about it. Right. Logistics. Right. Also, I think deep down she knows she doesn't have to worry about them here. Uh-huh. I'll take she care of it. She doesn't worry about shit. Right. If she's home, she's going to worry about it just because I'm the best mom ever and they're my kids. I'll take care of them. Yes. Because some people don't age past 25, I guess. Um, so on top of the blended family thing, you have that to worry about. And that's a whole different set of circumstances. I'm not worried about deployment right now. I'm probably not going to be until I retire because that's soon. Sure hope so. But it's another it's another layer on top of the blended family because Pete is not their dad. Or he's just their stepdad. He has no legal rights to any of them. He's just a man. Kind of like I have no legal rights to the boys were you to uh, go say you were deployed. Right. Not a fair comparison. Um, I, I don't know. No matter what happens, I think... If I deployed tomorrow, I think you'd still get the kids the regular amount of time at this point in our relationship with with their mom because it's easier for right. her. She gets weekends She's figured out and... it's easier at this point to just leave it, leave it alone. We actually don't have to hassle about it. Uh, grandma and grandpa would call a lot more. You, they stopped, they stopped calling me and mm-hmm. asking me for shit because I kept telling them no. But if Pete plays, nobody gives a fuck. You wouldn't even notice. Mm-hmm. Um, if if Bobby got sent away for six months to go to some other place to do his job, you would only notice because the boys would be here constantly. Right. Seven days a week instead of six. Instead of five and a half, six. I think where we're at right now, it's less complicated than it was when we started. It's less volatile. But we're still... You and I are always focused on what if that happens. We have a plan in place for fucking everything. I think we always plan around the kids. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We have a plan for all of this. And we only need to do it for like 15 and a half more months. I'm not deploying again forcefully anyway. I would have to volunteer for it or take the place of one of my guys who's, you know, say having a baby or something. But... The kids will still come here every day because it's more convenient for the other household now. Mm-hmm. Us having moved here, mm-hmm. it's way more convenient for, frankly, everybody involved. We're closer to everybody that even that household deals with. Mm-hmm. The only but, thing we're not closer to is the boy's dad, but that's he it, was never right? really involved. He was never. He was also never that big of an issue, and he's uh, done pretty good so far with uh, dropping the boys off when they need to be dropped off, even being down here. Right, yeah, dropping them to school. So, the one that we have always been concerned about, I'm still concerned about. I will be until the kids are all 18 and gone. I don't believe there's ever going to be a day where we can rest easy and be like, yeah, that's over. Until they're all 18 and out of the house. At which point, we don't have to talk to her ever again. Mm -hmm. Which is my fantasy. (laughs) I fantasize about it every day. But we've got like seven years till that happens. That's true. Worth it. But military, on top of being a blended family, makes our life way, way more complicated than a lot of uh, blended families, I think. In my opinion. Yeah, just because it, it adds another layer. And you plan and do logistics so well that the other households can't refute it 
except to just say no because wah and cross their arms and stomp their foot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just be a fucking brat because you didn't come up with it because you're not that smart. Because I'm smarter. Right. Because <laughs> I'm better at logistics. Because you weren't looking forward uh, two weeks. Yeah. Two months type of shit. Well, it's kind of like with the Christmas break. Cammy didn't know that it was a Wednesday to Wednesday yeah, break. Did your shit. Yeah. So you're you, welcome. We're like, oh shit. We should probably let her know about this because how are we going to do the schedule? And then text her and she's like, yep, that sounds great. You know why? Because it's figured out now. Yeah. We waited until like four days before or something like that. Like yeah. real close. Because I wanted to see if she'd say anything and then she never said she anything. Never said and shit. I'm like, we should probably start planning this. Like, So hey, text her. Right. And then within two minutes, yep, done deal. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. It's not that hard to plan it. It's really not. No, it's not. And that's where, like, we plan for the kids. Like, anything that we have going on, we will always drop it, no matter what it is, for the kids, if they need to be here. That's because we always have to drop it, because they tell us <laughs> the last fucking second. Yes. Every band performance ever in this house was the night of. Or yes. the day before, and somebody needs a tuxedo. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> I hear you. It's, I don't worry about deployments. Well, I don't worry about deployments for me. I was any, just going to say. For me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you not worry about deployments because you know I can handle some shit? Or well, I don't worry about them because at this point I can just not do it. Um, let's go back though to Turkey or to Afghanistan. Like, you know that... I can just handle it. I know you can handle it. That's not the reason I don't worry. Now, I don't have to go. <laughs> uh, side note. Totally got promoted again. So, <laughs> I definitely don't have to worry about it anymore. Alright, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I am leading the conversation. Well, I have to pee, <laughs> so we have to take a break. Um... Okay, so my question for you is about military wife is not necessarily about how you think I feel, but how you feel. Like, you are the one that is leaving. Um, You're leaving your stepkids with me, which I feel like you don't have to worry about. But you're also leaving your kids with me or you're leaving your kids with their mom and me to figure out, you know, just going from deployment to deployment. Well, I think a lot of lessons were learned from our first deployment together to our second deployment together mm-hmm. by all parties, including my ex-wife and her husband. I think everybody learned something from it in that it could be a shitload easier right. than how it went the first time, but some folks were still real mad the first time around <laughs> that they got replaced. Some people just have to make it difficult. Some people need to be angry to... To fucking wake up during the day. Some people need coffee. Some people need cocaine. Some people need hate. Who knows? Me, I need you naked. That's my coffee. <laughs> you are so squirreled. Get back on subject. <laughs> but it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Get it? Um, from the first deployment until today, I never had a a thought that I don't know if I can trust this person to take care of my kids or I'm worried that my stepsons are going to be taken care of. I didn't have that problem. It's kind of why you married me. 
I'm probably the only person in the equation that didn't have that problem. Just trusting it's going to get done. When I come home, it'll, it'll be fine. Right. Especially with two out of five. <clears throat> but I knew the three out of five would be fine too. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't have to give you something written on paper or make sure we knew about certain shit ahead of time. All we knew ahead of time was, she's going to be awful. I need you to be prepared for it. I'm still going to feel the fucking brunt of it because phones work overseas. Um, but I didn't worry about it. What happens here, it, it happens. I can't do shit about it. Right. When I come home, it'll still be there. I can really only take care of the fallout, no matter what. I, I can't hire a lawyer from where I'm at over there. Right. You have carte blanche to do what you need to do with all that, including the money. I don't need money over there. As long as you're not taking out loans in my name or bankrupting us so the power goes out, frankly, I don't give a shit. You're welcome. Um, but I think the lessons learned from, from last deployment to most previous deployment, I think everybody learned. Everybody. Um, and I don't remember if it was Turkey or Afghanistan where the boy's dad even even told the boys, like, hey, he just deployed. He shouldn't have to be dealing with this bullshit because you were having to deal with a bunch of bullshit. It was Turkey. I remember that because he came over one day afterwards. He shouldn't have to tell these boys that. I know. I agree. But he came over one day after work or something like that to have a chat with Matthew about, you know, respect and Being listening an to your mom and whatever, which is like probably the glory day of his if he bothering. had kept that from then until now, we yeah. wouldn't be where we're at now. Yep, I agree. If he meant it and believed it, we would all be fucking kumbaya. Mm-hmm. I promise. I knew I'd know what deployment you were talking about. No matter what you said, I'm like, I bet I can tell the That's difference. That's the one thing that stuck out to me. <laughs> yeah. I never thought he'd say something like that because I don't believe he meant it. Right. I'm just surprised he said it. Or like when I had an issue with the Yoda and he came over and like looked at it and helped did me something. tow it home. Right. He did something. Yeah. I don't uh anyway. Lessons learned on that front. But I never had a single worry about how the boys were gonna be. I didn't have a single worry about how the three were gonna be. I didn't worry about Jay neither, frankly. Because he wasn't with us full time then. Yeah, you've also not had to worry about him the same way as you have any of the others. Every single time. Yeah. Um, never had to worry about him. Didn't think I had to worry about the three until after I divorced her. Yeah. Then Surprise! I, then I feel like I should have worried about him the whole time. <laughs> but I knew the boys would be handled, you know? I didn't know how they'd handle me deploying because I was still kind of new. Super new, actually. I couldn't speak to how they were going to react to that. I didn't think they'd react super favorably, but I also didn't know that they cared for me enough to react. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Remember that picture of Ryan in his underwear? Cause he like couldn't wait to put the letter in the mailbox. Yeah. He's like at the mailbox in his underwear, putting it in. But I don't, you know, I, I couldn't speak to that. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can hope all you want. Hope in one hand, shit in the other. Right. Right. So I don't know. I didn't have to worry about the kids. Not at all, really. I I worry about you, but not because of you. Right. Because of everything else. Because of other people. Yeah. Who were not going to be nice. And I knew they wouldn't be nice because I'm not in the fucking room. 
there's a thing that happens when I'm not in the room. <laughs> it's when people decide to be their true selves. Yeah. When I'm in the room, nobody says fucking shit. Yeah. When I'm out of the room, everyone decides to be their true selves. It's pretty great. They want to come back in the room like, hey, what's up, everybody? And nobody has shit to say again. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Um, so... Let's just take like your first deployment married to me versus the most recent. Um, the differences obviously are the first one, it was only you that was gone. The second one, everyone but me was gone parent-wise for the three. It was all you. Um, well, you, you had to split the boys with Bobby, but that uh, is never going anywhere. Right. So let's be honest. <laughs> um, I, we don't have a lot of conflict with him. We don't have a lot of anything with him. I know. I feel like I kind of run the show when it comes to that. And I don't know if it's because I'm a control freak or if it's because I always did everything, married or divorced or not. Well, he hasn't changed much since I met you. Right. And I assume that's how he was before I met you. Yeah, so he's kind of like... um, It's wallpaper. There you go. The problem is he's ineffective as a dad. Yes. Oh, I agree. But I'm saying like he's not really a factor when it comes to logistics or causing trouble. Oh, no. You call the shots. Right. The most trouble he causes is not doing anything and sometimes it That's pisses actually me caused off. our worst trouble. Right. Um, With the boys in mean. Yes. But when it comes to the three, like, you know... Turkey, she took them from me halfway through just because she felt like it. They weren't happy with me and they'd have more fun with her, was her explanation. You mean her mom. <laughs> but then, like, she's looking at daycares that are 30 minutes from her house, an hour from our house. Like, could we not find something in the middle? And then she's calling you and you're like, I'm trying to sleep. Time change, right? You can deal with this with Jenna. I trust her. And then it's like this whole. Also, well, power of attorney. Is there for a reason? This person would just try to make it an issue and a problem because it's fine. I'm their mother. I'll take care of them. Right. Or she would just do it and then we have to deal with it or take her to court, which is not something that we have ever wanted to do. A long time ago, she wants to sign up for sports. That's cool. That's fine. We're not paying for it because you didn't call us ahead of time. Or show us a receipt or the kids don't want to do it. Right. Right. Um, Pay for half school supplies. Okay, show me your receipt. But you're being a dick. No, not really. Pretty sure uh, we're divorced and my lawyer would like to see that. Yeah. So that I'm not the asshole, neither are you. You should want that for me. Yeah. You should want that for you. Show me the receipt so that when you try to say I'm an asshole, you can prove it in court. Mm-hmm. She just thought I was going to do it. But no. Show me your receipt or don't. Especially Otherwise, when it's not written. for it. It's not written uh-huh. in the papers. That's just mandatory. out of the That's kindness why I of your child heart. Support, you hag. Right. <laughs> I love you. So if you don't show me your receipt, fuck off. Piss up a rope. Yep. Um, or then she sends them off for sports. Oh, well, if they're on my time, I don't have to take them to those games. You know that, right? I'll do it. No, I don't want to do that. And it's on my time, yeah. so I don't have, have to plans. do that. Bye. Mm-hmm. And eventually she cut on. If the kids really want to play a sport, yeah, we'll consider it. Yeah, we support them in that. If they wanted to do that, yeah. Every time Gabriel played, played a sport, he didn't want to yeah. play that sport. His mom just did it. And now we have to sit in lawn chairs next to her and her parents. Well, this does, he does nothing on a field because he doesn't want to fucking be there. Right. And while I'm rain. accused of being the girlfriend to your ex father in law, 
It's disrespectful. That, that's helpful, though. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm sitting in the rain or, you know, wherever, supporting a kid that's doing something that his mom is making him do. Meanwhile, I'm being, like, accused of... You don't being accused of anything. Well... Her mom's just a retard. I listened. Yeah, I just couldn't think of the right way to describe it. Don't let them control you through your emotions. Because that's what that family does, and we don't do that. Right, and they don't, and I didn't say shit. I just carried on the conversation like nothing ever happened. And to this day, Leonard still sits next to you because... You're not I'm awful nice. to be around. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just think um, I think the deployments were different, and I think well, they were that like you. Well, even just like taking the kids out of the equation for me, they were different. We just had less shit going on, really. It was also shorter. Shorter, yes. And super pointless uh, from my point of view. I didn't yeah. need to be there. None of us did, but. The that whole COVID thing kind of wrecked everybody's whole taste for combat, I guess. <laughs> Turns out we didn't need to do deployments anymore because nobody was doing anything at that point except wearing muzzles and pretending like the world was ending. Yeah. And then three months later, like, oh, wait, never mind. Get back to normal. Why the fuck was I in Afghanistan? Yeah. And then less than a year later, they handed that base over to the assholes we were fighting for. With everything on yeah, it. Everything on it. Um, the, whole, the dudes were fighting. They just handed it over and said, hey, see you later. Ended it like that. Makes sense. That's why none of us care about deployments anymore because we're not deploying anymore. Um, what? Sweet. I know. I lost my train of sweet, thought for a second. Sweet question. I am not smart. <laughs> um, when you deploy, you obviously don't have to worry about me. Um, and you know that I can handle it, but do you think your worries or your thought process is different now that you're married to me and not in like a single family home? You're in a blended family. It's not different for you. I get on the plane. I go over there and do my job. It's never changed. Your worries don't change. Well, yeah, you can't worry about what's going on at home to today. Right. I've never changed what I've done on deployment. Um, Except that one time where I had my gallbladder removed. That was a change. <laughs> Except that one time when I called my wife and said, I during, don't know what's going on with me, but I'm coup, at the hospital. Yeah, during a military coup in Turkey. Oh my gosh. That was the only real change, honestly. If I ever have gray hair, I blame you and the children. I feel, I feel like you have gray hair by now. <laughs> I know. That was a rough one. I don't think my mom has gray hair yet. Um, I looked out with the surgical team on base that day. Yeah, you did, because I thought you were going to go to Germany. Um, I wouldn't have hated it. I wouldn't. Just I would have been fucking happy. Um, like, nah, we're going to do that right here. I'm like, fuck. This place <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Thank you for the good surgery, but this place sucks. Say it how you say it. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> I like when you say it. Um a fruit cocktail out of the deal, though. Yeah, you did. Do you... Oh, what do I want to say? Something about this dick. Yeah. No, I I think uh, overall, the deployments were, they were different worlds. Just the past two, they were completely different worlds in how, um, not just location-wise, the way 
stuff happen at home during both times was polar opposites. And I honestly, I think that's because I wasn't the only one deploying last time. Right. Everybody had to go, including their mom. Yep. So the fuck else you got except you might want to fucking trust the person who's been there and has this steady household type of deal. Yeah, or be nice to me, bitch, because I can take their fucking cell phone and you can schedule FaceTime calls through me. (laughs) Either way. I have the power. The real change was you have no option now except to drop them at a better house, asshole. And uh, just let them be themselves instead of, you know, shoving yourself into their daily lives while they're here uh, in an attempt to stay relevant. Which you should not have to do. Right, because, because you were their mother. You're already their mom, so right. shut the fuck up in color. Yeah. When they come back to your house, hey, smile and do your fucking little squealy thing. I don't, who cares? Squealy. While you're here, <laughs> while they're here, they're living their life here. While they're there, they're living their life there. Right. The two will never meet. They'll right. never be the same, especially with parenting styles or households. So stop trying to pretend like um, what you do is going to matter with them here. If you want to be the squealy Disneyland fun mom and pretend like you're the cool guy, cool. That doesn't translate over FaceTime well. The oldest daughter's up in her bedroom with air conditioning that she doesn't have at your house. There's a start. Or doesn't have to raise the kids because numerous reasons. They don't have to go to the grandparents' house here. They can just be here, be kids, go outside and play. Or watch TV or stay in the room, do the fucking homework, do normal kid shit, especially when it's in school year. When they go there, they're just, I guarantee both houses are treated like train stations with these kids, except here it's climate controlled and they're fed on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Held accountable for their schoolwork or uh, showering, just dumb little shit. Deployments aside, We've never changed. That place has changed quite a bit yeah. since you and I met. Constantly is from what I can tell. Yeah, we're trying. We're always trying to play catch up and like, oh, it's been quiet. Shit's gonna hit the fan, or like, shit's been hitting the fan. When's it gonna cool down? Like, what's going on over there? Why is this happening? All we've done is change houses to be closer to their schools, yeah. which frankly was coincidence. Right. It Based was perfect timing. The house that we bought. Yep. It just worked out super good in that in that fashion. Yep. So I think that's why it's quiet all the time now. What do you have to bitch about now? Nothing. When somebody has no real reason to complain, they go away. When you remove their relevance or their perceived relevance from your situation or their perceived relevance uh, with the influence they have with these kids. When you remove it, they go away. The only thing that's missing from this house at all is that person's influence. Well, you don't get that here. She didn't have it before, but before there was a distance, geolocation, three right. different schools, Logistic schedules and shit, nightmare, right? yes. We fixed all that. You're in welcome. One, in one move... And now that person has nothing left to bitch about. That's why she hasn't she hasn't talked texted me personally in months. Yeah. She only texts in the group chat, which is awesome. Yep. And we hear the relevant stuff from the kids. Also awesome. In between, nothing but 
the ticking of that fucking clock on the wall. Mm-hmm. Now you got nothing. That means that person is no longer that relevant in our world. Not that they were to begin with, but now they know they're not. I think before it was kind of like, I feel like she either didn't pay attention to shit, which is totally plausible, or pretty sure that was it. She intentionally created inconvenience uh-huh. in our lives. Maybe both of those things. Who knows? Some people need drama to to feel relevant. Right. But like, you know, three kids doing three different sports, three different towns on the same day, on our day. Yep. Thanks. That's why you would do that. Right. Um, It's not like they were going to be at all three games or practices and uh, take them for pizza afterwards. There's just nine different cars with seven different parents and grandparents doing what? Right. Missing out on fucking dinner is what they were all doing. Yeah, but For, now it's and like... And one kid gave a shit. Right, exactly. But now it's like we're in the same town, technically, even though she's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Same town. Same town. You have no reason to schedule them outside of this town for any sports ever. Uh-huh. And guess what, bitch? We're across the street from the fucking school. Yep. So... Both of Well, all three of them. All of them, yeah. And next year... Same thing. Like, they're just right there. The schools don't change. Forever and ever and ever. They're right there. They can come home for lunch now here, Mm -hmm. which is 12 miles closer. Mm -hmm. 12 miles is a lot, y'all. Yeah, it is. Um, Which reminds me, just briefly to touch on, remember that day that Izzy came home at lunch and surprised me? And I was like, oh, yay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she surprised me. And then she's like, will you sign this? I need it for health class. I'm like... She's fucking using me for my signature on this form that she has to turn into school today. She came home because she knew you'd be here and she needed you and you were here. I know. And then I told you I feel used. No, uh, sorry. I got ahead of you. No, but you're right. That's exactly In how the it happened. So no, that's exactly how it happened. And then I was like, I feel used. Like, she's just using me for my signature. And you were like, yes. Do you remember what you said? No. You were like... Raising kids, you're basically being used for 18 years. They're using you for 18 years and then they go off and be adults. And sometimes they remember some of the stuff you said or or taught them. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's what I remember from being a kid. Yeah. I was 18. I used my parents for about 18 years. I remembered a bunch of shit my mom and dad taught me and then I left the house. Mm -hmm. It's not, I didn't provide for that house. I provided for my own gas money after I started driving. That's fucking about it. Yeah. I was a parasite until then. Kids use you for 18 years because they kind of have to. It's not 1923. We don't live on a farm. They cannot put in on this. There's no fucking way these kids are going to put in on this. But that's what they do. They use you for 18 years and they go out in the world. And every now and then they'll call you and say, I miss you and I love you. And I remember that thing you said that one time. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got. Our best shot is getting them out this door without a criminal record or a coffin. Or babies. Know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you. Other than that, they're using us. Yeah. I just think like... We didn't like them. We'd send them to the other parents' houses and send away our rights and said, fuck off. We're going to Greece. Yeah. Here's some money. Bye. You said in Greece or Italy. I think Greece. Greece first. sounds great. Yeah, Greece, then Spain, then Italy. That's wow. my choice. I do not 
a fancy spot for Spain. Yeah. The Bitter Mountains. Um, I just thought to myself that day, like, what if I wasn't here? What if I still worked at the hospital? You would be up a fucking creek because you've been with your mom all she week. She would have done nothing. I know. But, like, you've been with your mom all week and your mom can't sign it probably because she's in her bed on her phone. Well, <sighs> instead, she knew you'd be here. I know. Jenna saves the day yet again. I saved Halloween. I saved the thing. You saved a lot of things. I know. But that day she came home and had you sign that thing is one of five things that kid's going to remember in the next 30 years. You really think so? Yeah. It's the dumb little shit that they remember. Hmm. Because for that brief moment, you were where you needed to be when she needed you. She needed that's, any that's, parent. Uh-huh. That's parenting. You were right there. She said, could you please sign this? I need this now. And you were right there. Yeah. You happened to be, by the way. Right. You didn't have to be. You happened to be. You right. could have been at the fucking grocery store getting your nails. You could have been at the hospital. Right. Doing uh, your job on site. But you were right here. She greeted her at the door. You said, yes, I'll sign this. Cool. She kissed you, said love you, and went the fuck back to school. Mm-hmm. That's available now. And that she wasn't used available me for my food for 15 too. fucking years. Yeah. It's available now. At least to them. You're not wrong. I hope that they remember it's those things. It's not why things. we did it. Uh, to be clear, it's not why we did it. Right. We would it's do it no matter what. Right. right. But she would have had to drive down to you know, 10 miles north <laughs> of here at the old house to, to do that same thing, in which case she wouldn't have done it. She also right. wouldn't have driven wouldn't home have to time. her mom's house because nobody's fucking there. Right. She knew you were right here and said, signature please, boom, done. Yeah, I know who can do this. Also. On time for me. I'm going to get a sandwich. Yeah, well, I Because it's our house. Yeah, it was like dinner leftovers or something. She got lucky that day. But um, I hope that I those are that the things day. that they remember. I hope That's that she remembers that. Remember. I hope that Zoe remembers that I saved Halloween so she didn't freeze her ass off, even though I'm the one that they dislike so much. Like, I hope they she remember that. Let that kind of stuff go. Well, I'm just saying, I hope that they remember those things about this house. Or, I don't know, I hope Gabe remembers me always taking him to his band things and sitting with his mom and cheering him on. He won't remember you, know? you sitting with his mom cheering him on. He'll remember the car ride. He'll remember Is he's not going to remember most things except that one day I just said that thing and man, that pasta was good. They're not going to remember the effort you put in. They're going to remember that ding dong, you were home. Like that's ringing the doorbell, but you know what I mean. Right. They're not going to remember all the things that you want them to remember. They're not going to remember all the reasons you think they think you're an asshole. They're going to remember that one little stupid fucking thing. Will you please sign this? And you did. That's it. That's going to be a memory. That 20 minutes of that one day over 18 years. There's going to be like five or six of those that they're going to remember. Specifically, word for word, the light that was coming in the house and where this dog was sleeping on the couch. That's what they'll remember. I can remember you saved Halloween. I can remember what they got for fucking Christmas. They don't care about any of that shit. They're going to remember about that time where she thought... I should go home. Jen is home. She could sign us. Maybe. Let's go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She had to think of that. That's why she's going to remember it. 
Right. And they won't remember that I saved Halloween because they were comfortable and enjoyed themselves versus freezing their asses off. Like you would remember I froze that one year at Halloween. (laughs) Until at the end of the night you came up and like put a whoopie around. Right. That's why they remember it is that that night didn't end up sucking totally. Yeah. Instead they remember it was awesome, which means it's going to be glossed over as a fond memory. And they'll probably 30 years from now forget which house it was at. They'll just remember Great. Halloween was awesome 30 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. The human brain does that. Or they'll remember the costume, but not the specifics around mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that one year I was My a My mom bear? bought me a pumpkin costume. She won't remember that. She didn't freeze her ass off that night because we decided you should probably be warmer because it's zero degrees outside. Right. right? Yeah. Your mom sent you with a fucking t-shirt and tights. Right. <laughs> I love you. I like the way you talk. Fucking t-shirt and tights. No, you're right. I'm not saying if you're wrong. If she was in charge of it, there would have been more effort put into it. Yeah. We're not in she, charge of it. We simply have, for some reason, the ability on hand in this house at all times supplies to make sure these kids don't fucking die in the cold weather. Mm-hmm. Or here's a floaty. Also, there's your new pool that your mom didn't have to build and sell a year later. And not use it's because it's green or whatever they said. Because we're not fucking hillbillies. <laughs> Or, like, take care of your shit. If you're going to buy your kids a pool, at least make sure you maintain it so they can enjoy it. How about you enjoy the pool? Yeah, I would. I'm going to buy these kids a pool. You'd be like, fuck that. Buy me a pool. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then you and I swim all day and these kids will be inside. Inside. While it's hot outside, watching TV, looking at anime on a fucking phone instead yeah. of outside in the pool. Fucking hell yeah. Yeah. Cooling off. Yeah. Kids are stupid. All right, lovey, do you have any closing thoughts on adoption or military life that you'd like to share? I think we covered most of what I could think of. Well, the adoption angle, I just, I get it. You're not sure if you're going to love a kid that's not your own the same way as you might love your own. I think those thoughts can only come after you have your own, but I totally get it. Yeah, because before you have your own, you don't really know. Can't compare, right? Right. Because if you adopt a kid and that's your only kid, hey, that's the one you love. Yep. Or how you, that's how you're going to love it. Yeah. Also, I don't see that as any different from being a step-parent because you didn't give birth to that kid or, you know, that kid didn't, didn't go to prom with me and come home with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't make that baby, but there's no way if... Somebody dropped a baby on a doorstep like that movie, like, uh, where the friends leave the friends, the baby, and like, oh, they thought we were good enough. Catherine Hagel, that bitch. Oh, yeah, life as we know it. They didn't leave the baby on the doorstep. There's no way that somebody would do that, and you'd be like, I'm, we're not ready for this. We can't handle this. You'd be (laughs) like, fuck yeah, baby cheeks. Yeah. Like, cool, you have phone daycare. I'm out. I'm gonna go to work though. Yeah. You'd figure it out. Yeah. I'm not changing diapers if it's not my kid, though. Lovey. Sorry, not sorry. If it was your best friend's kid. Yeah, no. If you want those chubby cheeks and those thick-ass thighs, and you want to stuff that fucking thing full of formula, change the diapers. <laughs> oh, they thought I'd be a good dad for the kid. Bitch, I'm in my 40s. To all of TJ's friends that are listening, I'll take care of your kids, and he won't. I love you. Okay, bye. Those are facts. <laughs> I don't, I don't want another baby. I'm not raising another baby. I know, but I'll wipe some asses. You have to quit your job and be daycare. Why do I have to quit my job? Why do I have to quit my job? Uh, who's going to take care of that baby? 
I can multitask Daycare. like nobody's business. Uh, you work from home. That doesn't count. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> Dang it. I win. <laughs> um, Just saying. Um, step parenting is already hard enough. So I think a blended family with a military component is harder. I do believe it is. Yeah. Harder than your organic military family, in my opinion. And or a blended family without the military aspect. Either way. Yeah. They're hard. If you stack them, it's already... It, I mean, fucking... It's like a double whammy. Dude, cowboy up. That's why I love the pep though. Yeah. I like them a lot. Kind of in the same boat, except now they have a shitload of farm animals. <laughs> now they have cows. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you can look at a fluffy calf and be like, I'm going to eat that motherfucker later, but I get it. <laughs> because food is delicious. I just hope they're not doing that with those puppies. No, not the puppies. They only have one left. <laughs> Prove it. I want pigs. <laughs> pigs or it didn't happen. I think Mike's eating puppy burgers. Okay, so I was going to say with the adoption thing, if we have any listeners that don't have any bio kids, like only have step kids, I think that it's important to know that bio or step, you will love them differently. I love Matthew differently than I love Ryan, and I love them differently than I love each of yours, right? I love all of them differently. Yes. I have to. I, I don't see any way around how I can love these kids other than to love them individually. Right. Loving them overall is easy, right? Right. I don't want to see you dead. I want to see you fed. I want to see you clothed, housed, and warm, or cold, whatever. Right, comfortable. Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see you taken care of. But you love them differently. You don't take the kid that likes guns to the Build-A-Bear shop. You right. don't take the kid that loves Legos to the gun range. You, there's levels. You don't take the artist to the gun range. We have a couple artists uh, with our kids. I don't give a fuck about going to a gun range or they don't care about learning about uh, cars, you know? Right. And the kid that loves cars, you don't take them to where the, the artists like, you know? Yeah. You love them the same way. And the best we can, we foster their... Uh, interests? Interests, their, where their heart's at. Yeah. You foster where their heart's at best we can. And hopefully they stick with it. And if they don't, um, you shift gears along the way because that's what being a parent is. You know, let alone a step parent because you're shifting gears every day as a step parent. Get it. Mm-hmm. But you have to love them differently. I don't think. I don't think anybody who, who, I can't see how you could have a shitload of kids, and they're all different ages, uh, and they're yours. You you couldn't love them differently. Right. If you got several kids from three different sets of parents if you don't let them differently you're fucking up right i'm sorry you're fucking up if you don't have the capacity to love them differently fucking get a new job straight up you're fired love them differently there's no other way to love them yeah i agree treat them uh, respect them whatever if you don't have the capacity to do that then fucking go be a monk go be a priest and then yeah. I don't know that I even have it in me. I've been doing it for fucking ever. <laughs> to love them differently? No, to, to, to love, love them right. As, oh. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. Well, Pouring love well, into what them. I mean is, I don't think, I don't think anybody ever gets it right. I think the goal 
is to do your best to get it right. But you're going to love them differently because you have to. Getting it right is the goal. Don't you feel Doing like... Doing it different is the only way you're going to even come close to achieving that goal. No human in the human race has ever done that. I know and I get it and I know we're short on time, but we use Jaden as an... sorry. Not you. Um, I know we use Jaden as an example a lot, but I feel like you and Summer and me and her ex, what little he had to do with it. I'm pretty I sure feel it's just like, us three and it always has been. I feel like we got it right with him. He loves all of us. He's happy. He's successful on his own, in his own way. He feels loved by all of us. He has his own interests. Like he makes his mistakes. We all support and him. him. <laughs> right. But like that's how you know you got it right. That kid right there, you got it right. Well, we got it right in that we we were all the bumpers while he was bowling and he yeah. figured out enough to, to bowl. But we all also love each other and I think that that's like the key to successful Step parenting. There has to be family. the bumpers have to be on the same page. Yep, I am straight gutter balls all day when it comes to the three, but with Jaden, I feel like I'm a bumper. I'm gutter balls when it comes to the two. Yeah, but I think I'm a pretty good bumper for Jaden. Yeah, still bowling. Nailed it. I'm gonna bowl Strike. all day. Strike. <laughs> I'm gonna bowl all day with these kids. I might be fucking it up, but. Keep trying. Yep. All right. You got anything else? Yeah, I used to have hair. These kids are, these kids are ruining my fucking life. <laughs> Thinking about your hair and bowling. I used to have hair. <laughs> now I got all these kids, and I'm fucking bald. My dog looks at me funny. Yeah, she loves you. You got anything else? No. Do you think we nailed down the points of what we were trying to get with this one? I think so. I think there's more into military life, but we'd have to like bullet point it or. I told you, write a script. I know. I don't like writing scripts. I like it to be kind of off the cuff because it feel well, like it... Bullet points keep you on script. Yes, I know. I just need to think about it. Dang it. But I also think I need some military wives. You guys, every time before we do a podcast, I'm like, write something down. Or lead me into it. Don't make it astray. And she never does it. Here we are. <laughs> Here we Winging are. Winging it a fucking game. Hey, people like us. But I think I need to get like some military wives. I have some stepmoms that want to be guests, so I need to get them on um, How or many get them military scheduled. Military wives, you know. Well, I know some military wives. Um, I would just need to have a conversation with them. That's on you. Yeah, I know. I, I need to reach out to them. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let you go, so you don't have to listen to our rambling. All right. Uh, Peftolds, hit us up. I'll hit you up, Peftolds. Trying to do a Facetime thing. Yeah. I want to see the cows. <laughs> in the dark <laughs> it's drill weekend so you might have to wait a, a week or so I can wait until tomorrow there's an evening every single day but they're two hours ahead so it'll be dark there it's gonna be dark here how are you gonna see the cows in the dark get a flashlight Mike <laughs> it's FaceTime you have a fucking flashlight on your phone okay we gotta go alright I love you love you later bye